Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. It is a Tuesday and we are ready to go live in Los Angeles. It's the herd wherever you may be and however you may be listening. Thanks for making us part of your day. One hour from now to herd hierarchy. A-Rod, Nick Wright, loaded today. J-Mac, if you live near the Wisconsin Dells, you're not feeling very good today. Who who was that last night? Jordan Love or was that uh, Zach Wilson? I was was uncertain. Not good. Mac Jones in the pocket last night? <laughs> Jordan Jordan Love, 32. Passer rating. That's it, huh? Th- 32. All right, let's have a grown-up discussion. Take the cheese hat off. Take the cheese hat off completely. It's time to be an adult, a grown-up. You pay the mortgage. Drive your kids to school. You can't be a kid today. There are several signs Jordan Love is little more than a backup. First of all, Green Bay's head coach, Matt LaFleur, warned us multiple times in the offseason to temper our enthusiasm. They didn't do that with Herbert, Burrow, or Mahomes. They didn't. Secondly, watch how Green Bay coaches him. They don't trust him. It's hyper-conservative. He only had 15 pass attempts through three quarters, doubled that in the fourth when he was trailing, but they'd rather not throw. Third, analytics and data prove he is awful in the first half. Can't be a good quarterback. Forget great. Can't be a good quarterback if you're always trailing. Hard enough to play the position. Really, really hard to play it trailing. Jordan Love can't play it trailing and win games. Even on script, he's bad. Okay? So, simply put, he cannot throw the ball accurately down the field. Last night, 3 for 11 with three interceptions just five yards down the field. This season, 20 yards down the field, he has a 35 passer rating, six for 26. Can't throw it down the field accurately. Listen, the chances of going from Favre to Rodgers to a star quarterback were Zippo. Let's get out of the star. He's not a tier one. Can he be Derek Carr? 
Dak, Kirk Cousins. Uh, I'm 50-50 with a strong lean. He's a backup. Uh, Aaron Rodgers never had a three-pick, no-touchdown game. Jordan Love's already got one and counting. Not good. Even more concerning, this is really concerning, is that Green Bay has an offensive coach outside of Max Crosby. That's a weaker defense. And they had from September 28th to October 9th to prepare. The longest you can get in the NFL without a bye. All that time, offensive coach, weak defense, script, 40% of the crowd Packer fans, and a nothing burger. Even more disturbing. This is the worst part. It's getting worse. Now everybody's got film. People have tape. He's losing confidence, and they can see what he can't do. Throw the ball down the field. Packer fans will suggest injuries, drop passes, inferior play calling. That's what fans do with bad quarterbacks. Uh, may I suggest Justin Herbert, who is on his third offensive coordinator in, what, four years. First rookie year had the 32-ranked offensive line. Uh, two receivers who can never stay healthy. Mike Williams hurt again, Keenan Allen. And he just keeps breaking records for a young quarterback. You got it or you don't. Burrow, Mahomes. You got it or you don't. I don't see it. C.J. Stroud has a defensive coach, a rookie offensive coordinator, a rookie play caller, missing four offensive linemen. Game one, viable. Everything is set up to succeed here. Offensive coach, stable organization. C.J. Stroud, you think the Texans are stable? I mean, that's why I've had some sympathy for Justin Fields. Upstairs, coaching, drafting, ugh, Chicago. Green Bay's got an offensive coach, stable. September 28th to October 9th, outside of Crosby, a weak defense, and nothing in the first half. So on script, it doesn't work. I understand the great quarterbacks can do stuff second half off script. I've eliminated that for Jordan Love. That's off the table. Can he be tier two? I don't see it. He's a backup. That, I could be wrong. Now, you can still win games. Tim Tebow, who's not even an NFL quarterback, won seven straight games. Great defense, great kicker, divine intervention, whatever it was. You can win games, but th th this is the Packers. This is star, far of Rodgers. So he appears, he appears to be a backup that doesn't throw the ball effectively down the field, and everybody now has got tape. It's getting worse. This was one of those games. Be honest, cheeseheads. You got your calendar and circled this one. This is the one you're like, oh, oh, after we play Detroit, that'll be a tough one. Detroit's good. But then we get all this time off and face the Raiders. You circled that one. It's not like their schedule's been brutal. Bears defense, Raiders defense. You didn't open up. You know, you didn't open up with the Niners and then have to face Pittsburgh. And then no, 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 no. It's Bears. I mean, next, you get bye week, you face Denver. That's a, an atrocious defense. But, um, I mean, Jair Alexander said after the game, I mean, a player said after the game is, we're just going to have to hold teams to no touchdowns. The players know. My source told me in the offseason, there's no, there's no special game manager. Now, that, that term's kind of hard because everybody manages the game. Brock Purdy's managing the game. Brady at times managed the game. That's you're not Everybody manages, even Mahomes manages the game at some point. But I'm just telling you, the analytics, the warnings, the first half data, like, well, this guy dropped a ball. 
Have you seen what Lamar Jackson's dealing with? Guys are dropping touchdowns, multiple, same game. You see what Trevor Lawrence is dealing with? You got to get over drops. Romeo Dobbs should have caught it. You got to get over drops. Lamar Jackson, his receivers can't catch this year. They can't catch. First two games, Trevor Lawrence's couldn't catch. Well, injuries, everybody's hurt. The NFL, it's week five. Everybody's hurt. Here's Matt LaFleur after. We got to find something to get us going, to jumpstart us. Um, I think, you know, just reflecting how the game kind of laid out, probably needed to stick with the run a little bit more. I'm sure there's some things that we'll look at and, and we could do better. And I think there's some things that I, I need to do a better job in terms of what we're asking him to do. Not good. Fingers crossed. Try to be positive. But that was a circle game. Extra time. Raiders. Half the crowd's yours. Offensive coach. As bad. All right. Uh, the late, great John Madden, the broadcaster coach, entrepreneur, uh, used to tell Fox executives, if a game sounds big, it usually makes for a great game. Not all the time. But uh, put those games, when they sound big, put those games on TV. It's why I like college football realignment. Washington State, UCLA doesn't sound big. UCLA, Michigan does. USC, Wisconsin does. Oregon, Ohio State does. Those are big games. Texas, Oklahoma going to the SEC. Florida, Texas sounds big. Florida, Kentucky doesn't even sound big in basketball. Right? Like, like sound big. So, um... You know, Dallas, San Francisco was a blowout. It doesn't matter. People plan their day around it. Over 26 million people watched. USC, Arizona, Saturday night was great. Nobody planned their day around it out east. So Dodgers, Diamondbacks doesn't sound big to me. It doesn't. You know what sounds big to me? Braves, Kings of the South, best record in baseball, and the Phillies in the World Series last year. So this series started a few days ago. Braves lose game one at home. They're down four runs in game two. Okay, they scrap their way back into it. They trail 4-3 at home, bottom of the eighth, trail 1-0 in the series, must win game, and Austin Riley with a man on steps up. Three and two. Here he comes. Riley in the air to left field. On the run, Marsh! There it goes! Austin Riley has given the Braves the lead in the eighth. <laughs> Wild. Now, we go to the ninth. Phillies come up. Bryce Harper's on base. Braves got to win this game. They lead. The tying man on. Go ahead, run at the plate. He deals a 2-2. Castellanos in the air to right center field. Harris is on the run. Harris at the track. He leaps. And he makes the catch. Harper might be doubled up. The throw gets away. The throw to first. It's over. It's over. <laughs> that sounds big. Best team in baseball. Braves headed to Philly. Tied at one. Phillies. Bryce Harper. World Series last year. That as the late, great John Madden would say, that sounds like a big game. That sounds like a big series. And it's been wild so far. All right, J-Mac, I know it comes across as I'm a little harsh on Jordan Love. But when you see C.J. Stroud, when you see Justin Herbert, Mahomes, mm. Lamar, 
when you see the guys in that tier one instantly yeah. connect and CJ Stroud, we don't know exactly what it is, but it's incredibly courage encouraging for an unstable organization four missing O-linemen, first time coordinator, play caller, defensive coach, face the Ravens in your debut and look more than competent. Yeah. We got a guy that sat for three years, had extra time. I mean, that last night is a wow. Yeah. Uh, I went to the Dodgers game last night with a buddy and his kids, and um, obviously Dodgers fall behind early, so we're watching the game on our phone. The, <laughs> the Packers, and he, you know, the, my buddy's kid needed Jordan Love to do something, and yeah. we're just every play. Oh my gosh, what he can't throw the ball down the field. There's no accuracy. He's not really processing well, in the pocket. It, it did not look good. Their scoring drive for Green Bay was eight plays, six of them running. They opened the game, run, run, run. You're like, what are we doing? It is 1987. You're like A.J. Dillon just bashing into the line. Well, they warned us. You watch yeah. away. They coach him. We've said this about C.J. Stroud. Houston's got no run game. Hmm. Houston's like, throw it 50 times. Uh, they do not coach C.J. Stroud conservatively. They're watching him at practice. They're like, kid, throw it 45 times. I mean, they Green Bay coaches Jordan Love like they're fearful. I said this yesterday on a podcast. If you watch Matt LaFleur on the sidelines, he looks like I looked when my kids pulled out of the driveway right after they got their license. Like you're like, I'm trying to be optimistic here, but I don't, yeah. I don't know what's going to go on in the next 10 minutes on the freeway. Uh, it doesn't look good. I, I don't want to be overly harsh, but like, remember when Lafleur was a genius and he was thirteen and three every year with Aaron Rodgers? Remember that? <laughs> I don't know if you called him a genius, but everybody thought, "Oh, uh, this is one of these Shanahan McVay buddies with all those smart guys." I, is he no longer a genius? Do we need to take that genius card away from Lafleur? Well, I think when Aaron was closer to his prime, genius. Oh, as yeah. Aaron uh, aged, not as genius. Yeah. And with an inferior quarterback, he's a coach. Oh. As is Bill Belichick. Funny how that works out, huh? Yeah, yeah. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. The code is HERD, H-E-R-D. New customers can bet 5 bucks, get 100 $150 instantly in bonus bets. That's only at DraftKings Sportsbook and only with the code HERD, H-E-R-D. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, Stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. 
this is gonna be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Well, I thought it was uh, not only a discouraging performance by the Dallas Cowboys, who have clearly shown the ability to play one way this year, and that is with a lead. Everybody's better with a lead. Your pass rushers can pin their ears back. Your quarterback can throw on play-action pass. Everybody plays better with the lead. Dak this year has been atrocious trailing against Arizona and San Francisco. Some of this is Dak was never a Tier 1 guy, regardless of what they think in Texas. He's not. He's a Tier 2 guy. Maybe the top of the Tier 2 when you surround him with lots of good players. But it's funny to watch Brock Purdy go 10-0 and and just break all these records and you won't embrace him. Dak had a great O-line, a great run game. He had receivers. He had an offensive coach. He had the defense. And he got MVP votes in his first season. Since then, has he ever been that good? So this year, he's off to a really bad start. If you look at him trailing this year, his passer rating 63. His passer rating when leading is 103.6. Now, it is harder to play quarterback when you're trailing. But the delusion in Dallas is just amazing. Oh, it's this fault. Oh, it's this. Or it's that. Or it. how about this? Once you pay Dak, you have to scale back on weapons. And he's a game manager more than he is a guy that will carry the franchise. But Jerry Jones saying this morning, Super Bowls, you get them through Dak. Dak Prescott is a quarterback that can get us to the Super Bowl. That's the way that's going to be. We have uh, other quarterbacks on that roster and uh, players that uh, certainly if something should happen to Dak. But I want to be real clear, Dak's very capable of making this team be where we want it to go. So Dak's never been great, in my opinion. He's been very good when he wasn't paid. But once you pay a running back big money, you got to scale back on the weapons. Patrick Mahomes right now, it's a very mediocre receiving core. You're paying Patrick big money. Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, and a bunch of average guys. Why? Because you're paying Josh Allen big money. That's the way the game works. Cincinnati probably can't re-sign T. Higgins. They can't extend him. Jamar Chase is your guy, then you got to go draft him because Joe Burrow got paid. Keenan Allen, watch out. Justin Herbert got paid. Mike Williams hurt. They went and drafted another first-round wide receiver for a reason. You got to scale back. That's why Dak had five game-winning drives his rookie season. He had all that help. Then he got paid. He has five in the last five seasons total because he's got to do more of the lifting, and that's not who he is. It's real simple. The minute you give the quarterback the bag, you can load up that roster before then. The minute you give him the bag, you got to scale back somewhere, and you can't pay three great receivers. The Rams would love to go out and get another receiver, but they pay Stafford a lot, and Cooper Cup makes a lot, and now Tyler Higby, the tight end, makes something, and the right tackle makes something. So they're, they need Puka Nakua, the rookie, a freebie. You got to hit home runs in the draft, third, fourth, fifth round. But Stephen Jones, son of Jerry, Executive Vice President, I think he's gra- here's what he had to say. I think he's grasping it for sure. It's a work in progress. There were changes, and you don't just, uh, you know, get your hands around something, what you're trying to accomplish. You know, in the first part of the season, we have to build. Uh, we have to learn uh, from tough experiences uh, like we went through last night. But I think this uh, group will only get better. I suggested Dalton Schultz. Going to the Texans would hurt. Ferguson, the tight end's got 
175 yards through five games. I suggested no Amari Cooper could be trouble. A few years ago, Brandon Cooks wasn't the answer. What's Brandon Cooks done? <laughs> C.D. Lamb is a lower end one. Tony Pollard's good, not special. That's meaning Dak is going to trail and is going to have to do the carrying. This stuff is not complicated. Go look at Mahomes' receiving core right now. Go, go look at Josh Allen's beyond Stephon Diggs. Just go look at it. Go, go look at what a, a highly paid quarterback, Cooper Cup, gets hurt. The Rams have to pray a rookie receiver carries them. They can't pay for a second guy. So that's where the Cowboys are. The delusion in Dallas is crazy. And, and Jerry's just doubling down on it. Is he watching the same games I am? Because I, I, I just don't get it. And I don't think it's that complicated. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. Just want to give people a heads up. There's going to be some uh, negative stories here in the news to start. Uh, let's start with the Denver Broncos. Colin, has fallen apart for your guy, Sean Payton. I One know it is. It's terrible. Play the Chiefs Thursday night. Looked like that's going to be a weather game. Um, inclement weather. And also, Kansas City is very good. According to James Palmer of the NFL Network, some Broncos players believe a potential teardown is coming. And there will be significant changes made to the roster. Um, they have KC, Green Bay, KC, then a bye, and then Buffalo. They're uh, one and four. These are the quarterbacks that, Buff- uh, that Denver's faced. Jimmy Garoppolo. Sam Howell. Tua and the 700-yard game. Uh, Justin Fields and Zach Wilson. And they're 1-4. and four. Yeah, I don't think tearing it down... Listen, Sean Payton had to change the culture, save Russell Wilson. They have major issues. I think they're going to have coaching changes. Um, I think you could trade off... Pe- Somebody would take Jerry Judy. Yeah. Somebody they, would take one of their wide receivers. I, I don't he, think there's any question about that. Go get the, yourself draft picks. The, the problem, Colin, is Russell Wilson's contract. Uh, and Edelman was here yesterday and said it hasn't kicked in yet. He's right. So I, I know Denver people want to say move off Russ. You can't do that. Well, you, like, it's it's all it's impossible unless okay. some dumb team takes Russell Wilson well, in that contract. Nobody's yeah, doing that. Yeah, I don't. I I I think I think the the way I mean you have to look yourself in the mirror and your team in the mirror. Okay, so you can say Russell is not the problem, but he doesn't appear to be the solution. We just showed you the stats on our television broadcast their last next to last almost last in a lot of offensive categories i mean it's just not it just doesn't work yeah, the, uh, defense is ter- it's their defense so their defense is awful and and russell it's a lot of dink dunk stuff it's a lot of underneath stuff it, it's not the kind of it, it worked with drew Brees in new orleans because they paint. had a great defense exactly. uh, also by the way this is year one of this. So the defense is bad. Uh, I was wrong on that. The offense for Denver is not last, last, last. It, it's bad in the second half, and it's a lot of underneath stuff. They can't win track meets. You saw them against Miami. So there's there's limitations on where you can go, and I think what you have to do now, tear it down to the studs. There's about six parts of this team, six players you prop, maybe five, you wouldn't want to get rid of. Are there? Okay, well, I, I think... I mean, it's a good question. Are there? It's less than five. Okay, well, first of all, you hey. love Patrick Sardan. You like the young running back. There's a safety they like. Yeah. Williams has been hurt a lot. Uh, so, by the way, let's go to uh, the pickup on the offensive line, McGlinchey. Remember, it's they been spent a, a lot. Not good. Not good. Now, I don't know if that's an indictment of Peyton or... Probably. That's Sean. So, here's the worst case scenario. Okay, you're really bad. You have the sec- You get the second pick in the draft because you're the. you win four games. 
What do you do? You can't draft. I, I, there's no scenario you draft Drake May and and, and move off Russ like the dead cap. It, it, it's impossible. The cap guys have looked at it. You can't do it no, with I, Russ's I, I, contract. But if you get Drake May or you get Michael Penix or you get somebody, at least you've got the quarterback. At least it, you're not going to be able to go. You're not going to have a ton of cap space and be able to go buy players. Well, but you the, have yeah. the future quarterback. Or some do point, you trade that pick, that Drake May pick, and get a haul, which, you know, again, you got a, Russ's quarterback. I, I, I don't think, know. I it, think you bring up a good point, which is how many players would you not? You don't move off Patrick Sertan. You'd like to move off Rush, you can't. Uh, the left tackle, I think they like a lot. There's two of their Bull, offensive... Bulls has, has shown well. Yeah, and they also have an interior lineman they think is very promising. I think mm-hmm. they have a safety they like. The running back, Williams, is good but often hurt. J- Josie Jewell's been okay as a linebacker. The safety Simmons is having a rough year. It's, but, it's, um, it's, not, it's, not, it's not great. But, but for the record, Peyton's going to win this because Russell's not as good as they want, and the GM currently in place who Sean didn't hire made the deal. So he can go to the owner and say, hey, yeah. he brought a, he bought you a not a lemon, but he's the guy that put your franchise yeah. in peril. I'm going to save you. Don't let him do any more grocery shopping. I will shop for the groceries, and I will make the dinner. I can't have this guy grocery shopping. And then, remember, I'll say the one saving grace. In New Orleans, remember every year it was like, oh, they're in a cap situation that's so terrible, they're screwed. And they kept kicking the can down the road wisely, and it worked. I wonder if they get creative and are able to move off Russ. Although all the cap guys have looked at it and said, no way, you can't do it. We'll see. It's There's ways to solve every issue in this league. Can, can you get Russ to take a big pay cut? Uh, restructure uh, his deal. Him, can, well, these are very wealthy owners. They got the cash. Remember, that's always a big deal. There's a reason Stan Kroenke could buy his way out of Bobby Wagner and and has historically been able to buy into and out of stuff. Why? People don't know this in the NFL. Not all owners have the same bank. Bidwell, Mark Davis don't have Stan Kroenke's bank. So these are some of the richest people in the National Football League. Restructure it. Give him a lot of cash up front and say, listen, yeah. we'll give you two more years on the deal, not five. There are ways to rearrange the deck chairs. So That's interesting. Rams went to Stafford. Hey, can he you said do some no. stuff? And he said, no, I just won you a Super Bowl. Back up off me. Uh, Russ hasn't won anything for Denver. So uh, he doesn't have any leverage to push back like Stafford did. Denver's going to be fascinating. Real interesting. Uh, next up, bad news for the Minnesota Vikings. And uh, as a fantasy owner of Justin Jefferson, myself, uh, he is going on the IR today. Going to be out four weeks with a hammy, at least four weeks. Not terrible so news Vikings, for the Vikings. Hey, well, listen, this is another team we'll talk about. Uh, Kevin O'Connell with the late uh, head coach Kevin O'Connell with the latest. He's down today. Uh, he obviously is one of the most you know ultra competitors I've ever met. Um, and and shoot, he was trying to go back in the game as it was yesterday. So uh, we're going to have to medically uh, make a good decision and 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 help. Uh, you know, kind of almost protect him from himself a little bit in a way where uh, we got to take care of him and get him back to 100%. They also appear to be a franchise that is moving in a different direction. So I think in the next two weeks, I think Chicago is going to win that game. So I think Chicago is going to... Bears beat the... Ooh. Well, they're getting a couple of points at home. No Justin Jefferson. The line dipped below three. Yeah. So all of a sudden now, if Chicago wins that game, trade deadline, move some pieces. I wouldn't be shocked. Remember, if Zach Wilson hadn't played well the last two weeks, I think Kirk Cousins was maybe... I wouldn't have, but was in play for the yes. Jets. Well, well, well. I think you're onto something. Jets-Eagles lines bumped up to seven. I don't think there's a way Zach Wilson wins this game. All of a sudden, Jets are two and four. Does the Kirk Cousins stuff start up again with the Jets because 
you know, let's be real. The Vikings are 1-4. They're in the cellar in that division, Colin. Lions are running away with it. They got the division locked up. I think you called that, right? Well, Back in I August. think Detroit is, from from coaching offensively to quarterback to line play, yeah. they're the best team. So, so if you're the Vikings, no Justin Jefferson. Why are you keeping Kirk Cousins? Now, keep an eye on the Falcons in this Ritter situation. I know they got Taylor Heineke. Ritter hasn't been great. He did have a good week last week. Um, tough spot for him this week against Washington. He loses that. I wonder, Minnesota really needs the Jets to lose and get Kirk Cousins off because that's the team that could get interesting for Caleb Williams, Colin. Now, Kevin O'Connell is a McVay guy. I think Caleb Williams Listen, would probably Listen, we said like to going go into a- the year, Tampa and Arizona would be sellers, but maybe it's Minnesota. I mean, it, it this stuff... I think if you're Minnesota and you look at Detroit right now and Green Bay pretty much own the division, it feels like between Favre and Aaron Rodgers, the last 20 years Green Bay has owned the division. You start watching Detroit and all their young players they're not even paying yet. Goff's playing well. You know, you start looking at Detroit think, do we want to trail Detroit now? Yeah. So also, Green Bay with Jordan Love looks shaky. Justin Fields, you don't know. Minnesota may say, hey, we don't want to get into that spot. Yeah. Like, we, this is the time to make a move. Detroit's not going to last there forever because they're Detroit. Let's go make a move and get a star quarterback. And, you know, Minnesota has a wide receiver who's a rookie named Jordan Addison. Where did he play at college? I USC. You think they're asking him, hey, tell us everything you know about Caleb Williams. Do, oh, we, do we start that, Operation Tank? Like, And O'Connell is a good offensive mind. I think Caleb Williams would be happy to go to Minnesota. Final story, more crappy news, Colin. Uh, I said crappy, I think. Uh, Anthony Richardson, he is officially out this week with a grade three AC joint sprain to his throwing shoulder. Landed really hard here. I don't know if you saw the video of him walking off the field. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah, that, that's not And good. he's a big dude. For he's him huge. to get hurt, he is a big dude. So Gardner Minshew will get the start. Um, I know a lot of you know, jabronis online are like, oh, you guys were saying Bryce Young is the injury risk. Richardson's been hurt three times. Hello, Bryce Young already got hurt earlier this year. Let's just settle down. Yeah. Um, where are you on this Gardner Minshew filling in? Well, I mean, it's who the they have, and I think Steichen's a great play caller. And they've and, and you know, they, by the way, they have an O line and D line. They're way better than advertised. So, had Chris Ballard's built really nice O line, really nice D line. Uh, Pittman's a good receiver. Jonathan Taylor back in tow. You can win games with Gardner Minshew. You know, people don't want to hear this, but if you look at Gardner Minshew's college and pro stats, they were always similar to Baker Mayfield in the same offense. You can win some games with him. You can build around him, but you can win games with Gardner Minshew. So coming in in relief, he's looked pretty good. But with a week to prepare... Different. I wonder if Jacksonville's ready for him. Well, that happens to be one of my blazing five picks. Well, Col- Colts, you had the Colts against him in week one. Colts had that game sewn up yeah. for the cover. and then So there's going to be no overlooking Indianapolis if you're Jacksonville. And Jacksonville, if you watch that Buffalo game in the second half of Atlanta, catching the ball now. Trevor Lawrence playing better. Jacksonville's found themselves. Oh, also, they spent two weeks in England. Players are all talking about how everybody came together. It's the best thing that ever happened for the franchise. Jacksonville and Uh-oh. Cincinnati, watch out. You laying the lumber on the Jags, huh? Like- oh, boy, here we go. Giving out Tuesday picks. <laughs> wow. J-Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Live You know, it, it, it's, it's funny about the whole Denver situation, and J-Mac was saying all the capologists are saying there's no way out of it. Everything is negotiable. I've been in TV for 30 years. I've seen networks do stuff that I thought was impossible. You can negotiate your way in and out of everything. You go to, you know, 
very, very wealthy owners in Denver. They sit down with Russ and say, we'll give you $100 million right up front. They can write that check. And, but we don't, don't think this is going to work for five years. We want to pay you. We want to do it up front so we can get out of it. And then you go draft the quarterback. And then, you know, Russell either plays or sits on the bench. He's not the problem, but he's not the solution either. It's just not dynamic enough. And Peyton can say, hey, Russ, Russ isn't the future to the owner. And this GM guy, he's the one that gave him, you know, a fortune. So Sean's going to win this. Whether you like him or not, Sean Peyton's going to win this battle without question. And there's always a way to get in and out of stuff. And there's a lot of capital in Denver. These are wealthy, wealthy owners Stan Kroenke's wealth has been instrumental in the Rams building up and tearing down stuff very quickly. Everybody thinks everybody's got the same money. The difference between what Stan Kroenke has in the NFC West and what the Bidwells have, it's a whole different ballgame. It's a whole different bank. What the Hunt family has in Kansas City and what Mark Davis has with the Raiders, whole different bank. There may be a salary cap, but you can write different checks and I, I think Denver will find their way out of this if indeed they want to find their way out of it. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it, I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. When you're an American Express Platinum card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents... A new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today, the ALDS continues with a Game 3 doubleheader on Fox. First 
Jose Altuve and the Astros take on the Twins. Then the Orioles battle the Rangers. Coverage begins at 3 Eastern today on Fox. All right, so Josh McDaniels, Raiders coach, took a lot of heat last night. Uh, fourth and one, did not go for it, elected to kick a field goal. Uh, and, and didn't make it. So I would have gone for it. Analytics say you should have gone for it. If you look at the field position, just go for it. Jimmy Garoppolo, not the best quarterback in the league, but again, I, I, I would have gone for it. So it told me two things. Josh McDaniels didn't go for it, told me two things. He didn't trust Jimmy G, and he didn't fear Jordan Love. His takeaway, if we miss the field goal, I don't think Jordan Love can go, you know, less than two minutes can march down the field, 65 yards for a touchdown. Packers had one scoring drive, eight plays, six runs. He's not wrong. But the Raiders' offense is what it is. It's 29th in scoring, 25th in yards per play. That's with some nice players offensively. Under 20 points in every game, only NFL team to say that. So the Raiders and the Packers both need quarterbacks. So I put a list this morning. We're five weeks through it. Who needs to draft a quarterback? Now, not all of these are on the same timeline. For instance, if I was Seattle, I would draft a quarterback. Not in the first round, necessarily. They don't have a lot of boxes to check. But I think second, third, fourth round, I'd go out, roll the dice. Geno Smith's contract, you can get out of it whenever you want, pretty easily. He's good, but he's getting older. I don't think he's a guy that's ever going to hold up a Lombardi trophy. Uh, so I don't think it's urgent for Seattle, but I would be surprised. Drew Locke's not the future. Let's move on. So I think uh, in the AFC, New England needs to draft a quarterback. Figure out Mac Jones later, but get an athlete in the room. Get somebody up there that's got some stature and respect from teammates. And the Raiders with Garoppolo. Jimmy's hurt too often. In the NFC, Green Bay, Atlanta, Washington, Minnesota, Chicago. Yeah, I'd probably do it if you're Chicago. Tampa, great story right now for Baker. He's not the future. Giants, yes, the New York Giants and Seattle. Uh, I think they all need to draft quarterbacks. Now, I would say this. Uh, you can't have enough quarterbacks. Belichick, even when Brady was in his prime, was drafting a quarterback every other year. Uh, this came out yesterday. Non-quarterbacks, how much do they help the spread if you're betting a game? Travis Kelsey is the number one player in the NFL. He's worth 1.83 points. Tyreek Hill's worth 1.75. Justin Jefferson, 1.67. What does that mean? It's all about the quarterback. You can't draft enough quarterbacks. Unless you have Mahomes, Herbert, you just can't draft enough quarterbacks. And so now if, if there are three other teams that I think should consider it but won't, the Steelers, they won't. I don't see it with Kenny Pickett, but he's a local kid. They won't. Titans, Will Levis, I mean, they got Tannehill. They're struggling. Will Levis isn't ready as a second rounder. C.J. Stroud is. Probably tells you Will Levis isn't the guy. I don't think they will. And the Jets, Zach Wilson's not the future, and Aaron's going to be 40 off an Achilles surgery. I would draft a quarterback. I doubt they do. So, but, but what Josh McDaniels was telling you by not going for it was, basically, I may not trust my guys, but I don't, I don't fear Jordan Love. He's not marching down the field on us. And what happened? He got picked. So that's kind of where we're at in the NFL right now. Ten teams, I think, minimum should draft a quarterback. Seattle, I do it later rounds. You know, Pittsburgh, I may do it sixth round. I don't think they will. Nick Wright, top of next hour and the herd hierarchy. Speaking of lists and rankings, so of the teams I predicted to be in the playoffs, in the AFC, Dolphins, Bengals, Jags, Chiefs, Bills, Chargers, Steelers, NFC, Eagles, Lions, Falcons, Niners, Seahawks, Cowboys, Saints, uh, all of them pretty viable except Cincinnati. 
But I will tell you, and I have a strong feeling about this, for whatever reasons, with Cincinnati, and I think I know the reasons, they're always bad early. I think it's two surgeries to Joe Burrow and a calf injury. So this season, they start two and three. Last season, they started two and three. The Super Bowl season, they only started three and two, became five and four, and were seven and six before they went off to a run. The season before that, they were one, two, and one. Because of surgeries and calf injuries, Burrow has needed these. They're just not very good. In fact, Burrow, in his career in September and October, is below 500. He's 12, 15, and 1. But in November, December, January, he's 14 and 5. And so my, I said this last week, Joe Burrow's healthy. I have a feeling if we see it in Arizona, the Bengals get healthy. My take is on the road, no T. Higgins against a, a feisty Arizona team, especially at home, and it wasn't particularly close. So I think one of the bets of the week is Cincinnati at home, minus 2.5 against Seattle. I think, and this is what Cincinnati does, it takes them through September and October. Generally, star quarterbacks with good offensive coaches pop early, but all these surgeries, the calf injuries, when I watched Cincinnati Sunday, I saw a really, really good football team. And when that this play right now I'm showing, that's Burrow with the ability to throw the ball down the field again. What could Cincinnati not do in the first three or four weeks? Couldn't throw the ball down the field. I mean, literally last in the league. Now they can throw it down the field. It opens up the offense. Watch Cincinnati catch fire. May even sneak into the herd hierarchy with a losing record. Happens infrequently. But I, what I watched Sunday was, okay, Cincinnati's back. I mean, if somebody does something over and over, it becomes a trend. New England was never at their best. Edelman comes on the show yesterday. Julian Edelman talks about how Bill would experiment. Every team needs an identity. Every year, the Patriots had a different identity. It takes you about six weeks to find your identity. Bill would experiment. Play people. What position? Cincinnati's like that. Very good team. Like the coach. Star quarterback. Good weapons. Play defense. They're trying to find their identity. Early in the season, they couldn't throw deep. They weren't a threat. Coordinators could see it. Now they're back to being Cincinnati. The Cincinnati we know and love is an over-the-top team that will punish you. And it's the only team Kansas City fears. To me, it's the only team the Chiefs fear. Is Joe Burrow, Homer away, his accuracy, his Joe Cool persona, not intimidated. I think Cincinnati's on their way. Huh. Yes, I do. Can I challenge you a little you bit? You certainly can. So when the Seattle Seahawks went to the Giants on Monday Night Football, yeah. and I know it's Danny Dimes and a joke yeah. of an offense, but their cornerbacks, the young kid Witherspoon from Illinois was yeah. awesome. You love Woolen, uh, the kid who was a rookie last year. Yeah. So they have corners to match up with Chase. Arizona had nobody. Arizona's yeah. been yeah. torched by number one receivers. I don't know that this is a great matchup for the Bengals' offense. And what does that line two and a half tell you? They're, they they're not giving you the three because it's going to be you know all Seattle money. When it's on three and a half like 49ers-Cowboys was, that's the bat signal. Hey, it's the favorite. When it's under three, I think it's the dog. I, I would keep an eye on Seattle. We're also, coming off the buy. Well, we what all, that, what's the buy worth to you? Um, with offensive coaches, I give it more credibility. It's extra time to draw up plays. I don't think Mike Tomlin, with extra time, he's a motivator. In fact, I think Mike Tomlin and Pete Carroll are better as underdogs. Where have they, where have they been great? At Detroit. Nobody gives them a shot. Monday Night Football in New York. 
But the one thing you can't, one thing we know about betting and football as a rule, it's all about value. I mean, you and I know that. That's all we're looking for all week is value. The margins in the NFL are small. Where can I get value? The market until this week hasn't caught up to, oh, Joe Burrow's back to being the second best quarterback in the league. Okay. So that to me, Cincinnati, after they beat Seattle, the market adjusts. And this game would be Cincinnati minus four, Burrow mm. against Geno Smith, Geno Smith at home. But I don't think the market see. And I'm, I'm, I think Seattle's really good. But I'm saying Seattle now goes on the road, comes back, goes on the road again. They had to go to road on Detroit. It's another road trip for Seattle. And I think Cincinnati. I think the market doesn't quite see it yet. It's like Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow. Now they're healthy. They have the pass rush. Burrow against Geno yeah. Smith. Huh. Like, that field goal doesn't scare me. So, if you, you remember, I think it was this week, you said, I'm throwing out week one. Week one's irrelevant. Toss it out the window. Okay. Cruddy. So, let's toss that out on Seattle. Forget about what happened in week one. They They're, went to Detroit, and they took down the Lions, who looked like the third best team in the NFC, yeah. on the road. I like Seattle. Remember, you, you often say this. I like Buffalo. I didn't like him against Jackson. <laughs> it's a week-to-week yeah. league. So, I, I'm telling you, huh. in this game, I don't think Seattle has any value. We know what they are. Cincinnati's one of the last teams, I think, in the league that's really good, hmm. and nobody will acknowledge it yet. The, they may be the last team in the league that's really good. We, it, the betters won't acknowledge it because we haven't seen enough of it. What I watched in Arizona was, okay, Burrow's back to being the second-best quarterback in the league. But was it against Arizona, which is like, eh, hey, you know. Well, they I gave, know they beat Dallas. Blah, and, they blah, blah, gave, and they were tough on San Francico. Yeah. That, that thing was standing here is, is laughing. He's am I wrong? Am excited. I wrong on that? Like, it, you watch that game, it's like, okay, what did we say all last year? Mahomes, Burrow. Well, what changed it? A calf injury. It's healed. He's back to being the second best mm. quarterback in the league. Okay, I, I I have a feeling we'll be head to head, which is you know not the worst thing in the world. Maybe I can convince you by the <laughs> oh, end. Oh no 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 no! Okay. I am on Cincinnati. Not only was Belichick on the to Cincinnati, I'm on Cincinnati. They're not in the hierarchy, are they? Come on. Mm, hour two next. <laughs> Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary.